I'm Toby Leary from Cape Gunworks. I'm passionate about all things Second Amendment. While I love to shoot... Going hot. There is so much more to guns than just pulling the trigger. A free and armed society is a responsible and self-reliant one. Join us to talk all things guns, freedom, and self-defense. It isn't just about being armed... It's about being responsibly armed. So load and make ready. This is Rapid Fire. Welcome to Rapid Fire, your weekly 2A talk radio show sponsored by Vortex Optics and the USCCA. Make sure you tune in each week at rapidfireradio.us and capegunworks.com and you can listen live when we record the show or you can call or text the Rapid Fire line, 508-444-2120. That's 508-444-2120. You can also leave a message any time of the day or night. And you can like and subscribe. All of our social media channels is at Cape Gunworks, except for Instagram, which is CGW underscore backup. That's CGW for Cape Gunworks underscore backup. And that way... You can stay informed of what's going on here at the gun shop or on Rapid Fire Radio and keep up to date with all the specials that we do and the gun of the day and gun of the week and et cetera, et cetera. So we always got something going on. And, uh, you know, this is a big election week. Obviously, the midterm elections was um, a huge deal for our country, I think, for our state. And... uh, uh, you know, it's one of those elections that there's some wins and losses, right? And Massachusetts, I would say, lost big time in the way of freedom. Um, you know, some incumbent Republicans were ousted and uh, Democrats took over. And uh, people who you thought were going to win, like Representative Tim Whelan, who was running for sheriff, um, after a long career in law enforcement and as a state representative, uh, seemed like a shoe in, but apparently not. Um, he lost and lost big, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, Dan Higgins for district attorney in the Barnstable district, uh, who had the endorsement of the outgoing district attorney, Michael O'Keefe. And um, yeah, it's just it's just pretty amazing to me that uh, we are that one-sided in that one way in this state. And I, you know, I know you can get labeled a QAnon conspiracy theorist quick to even say it, but I do believe that uh, it's time for these voting machines to go. Um, If they aren't corrupted in any way, shape or form, then our elections will look the same as they always have. But if they are corrupted and there is malfeasance or nefarious behavior going on, it'll be exposed. And the problem is the foxes are watching the hen house. So there's no pressure um, on these politicians to actually do this. And especially if it is self-preservation, then they really don't want to do it. But um, the point is you should eliminate any and all appearances of impropriety. Uh, The Bible is very specific when it refers to this, that you should run from the appearance of evil, even if you're not participating in evil, you should run from the appearance of it. 
And the fact that they refuse to give up the source codes, they refuse to do uh, hand counts in a lot of cases, um, it is unbelievable. And you look at uh, the Katie Hobbs, who was the Secretary of State, who's, again, a fox watch in the hen house, when that one county in Arizona said that they were going to go to paper ballots and hand count only and not use the voting machines, she threatened to sue them until they capitulated. And that, to me, is is unbelievable. Like, it should be the opposite. It should be, yep, there's nothing to see here, folks, and we're going to prove it. Here's the source codes. We can do this in a way to protect your intellectual property and to protect your, um, you know, your actual uh your actual property but the problem is when you continually say no you can't look behind the curtain it appears that you're hiding something and if you're not just show us that's all there is to it anyway uh i would say the second amendment lost huge in massachusetts uh with the the election of um maura healy to the corner office and also uh andrea campbell who is the attorney general who makes Maura Healy look like uh, Ron DeSantis. So she is extremely uh, lightning rod type, uh, you know, personality that has talked about banning handguns and everything else. Anyway, we have the poll of the day. Uh, so you can go over to rapidfireradio.us and find our poll question or go to Twitter page and search rapid fire radio all one word um, to find our twitter poll and my question for the day is is it time for the voting machines to go and what should replace them uh so anyway do you think politicians running on anti-gun policies have a winning strategy this midterm we had 100 percent say no it is not a winning strategy but yet it turned out to be a winning strategy or fill in the blank um, so, you know, it's easy to get labeled an election denier and blah, 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 blah. And But you know what? When you have 70% of exit polling say that uh, the majority of this country is uh, or 70% of the country is not happy with the direction the, co- the country is headed and then go ahead and vote for the people who are in power with our, the direction our, companies, our country is headed in win big again, uh, something doesn't add up, right? So don't believe your lying eyes and your lying ears. Uh, just, you know, you got to trust these Dominion voting machines or the ESNS or whatever technology they're using because nothing could go wrong with those things. Nothing could ever go wrong. But anyway, all right, I'm going to get off my soapbox. You've heard what I have to say. Um, I do believe that people believe in freedom and uh, tell me what you think, 508-444-2120. Uh, and by the way, we have a winner from last week's giveaway. It was Chris Studley. Uh, so look for an email from us. You won the first aid book, and we're going to have another giveaway this week, uh, which will be coming up shortly. But um, Emergency First Aid Fundamentals is uh, going to Chris Studley, so you can check an email for that. And this week, we're going to give away the Women's Handgun Self-Defense Fundamentals in honor of Beth Alcazar coming last weekend and did an extremely full class. It was an oversold class. We sold seats and then we sold out. We were sold out and then we 
people begged us and we let a few more people in the door. So, but everyone got to come here, Beth, and everyone got to shoot, which was awesome. So we're going to give away that, uh, women's handgun and self-defense fundamentals by Beth Alcazar. Uh, so you, this will go to the lady in your life, or maybe it's your wife or your daughter or your mother. Um, you can give it away. Christmas is just around the corner and, uh, would love to have, um, you guys win that. So make sure you go to our website and register to win. Uh, we'll pull the winner next week, but this week's giveaway is women's self-defense handgun, uh, fundamentals by Beth Alcazar. So anyway, we got lots to talk about today, all kinds of stuff. Obviously, uh, election news is big. Um, but what does it mean for us? Maybe you live in a state where things didn't go your way, or maybe, uh, the national races didn't go the way you thought it would, uh, in which freedom would be restored and the usual suspects who continually, um, vote to break their oath of office and restrict your fundamental rights. Um, you know, so maybe there's more of that on the horizon. Uh, but we do have the court system, which still seems to be uncorrupted at the highest level anyway. And uh, hopefully we can rely on that for some big wins, which we've, we've had some big wins and they're going to continue. So keep your head up high. It's uh it's, it's going to be interesting times ahead, no doubt about it. We want to thank you for listening to Rapid Fire. So if you use this week's code SHOOT at capegunworks.com, you will get a special discount off your entire order. And not to mention, we're still running the free shipping and delivery. Any order over 300 bucks gets you free shipping. So go to our website, capegunworks.com, rapidfireradio.us, and type in SHOOT at checkout, and you will get a special discount. We will be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. A firearm for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. The USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.com remote and use code word WORKS. Your family safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.com slash remote and use code word WORKS to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training, legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. Vortex offers the very best optics specifically made for shooters with rugged construction designed for extreme environments. Vortex Optics build quality ensures accurate, reliable, and repeatable performance every time you squeeze the trigger. Add fully multi-coated lenses and nitrogen purging, and you have a quality optic with an extremely reasonable price tag. That is the Vortex difference. Come into Cape Gunworks to see the full line of Vortex Optics today. Welcome back to Rapid Fire, your weekly show about all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. Don't forget our poll of the day if you go to rapidfireradio.us or go to Twitter and search Rapid Fire Radio. You'll find our poll of the day, which is, is it time for the voting machines to go? What should we replace them with? Um, For me, I say yes. Even if they are working 100% flawlessly, You can remove all doubt in the hearts and minds of people by 
taking them away, go to paper ballots and hand counts, and I think that would be a good start to restoring integrity. Anyway, uh, we got lots of gun news, guys. Um, there's been all kinds of stuff. A story that I've been, I've talked about, boy, a, a long time ago, probably as long as a year ago, um, about the California sheriff that was doing a pay-to-play scheme for um, license to carry. So basically, she would give you a concealed weapons permit if you were willing to donate to her campaign or bring her some laptops or some iPads or give her some seats to the um, San Jose Sharks game or something like that. So you could see the corruption was unbelievable. But I know Apple got involved. They needed a bunch of concealed weapons permits for some of their security teams. So they donated a bunch of iPads to the local sheriff's department. And uh, it turns out she has been charged and found guilty um, in this concealed carry corruption case. Uh, What's amazing to me is she still has supporters that say it was no big deal. Just a minor indiscretion, certainly not a violation of anyone's Fundamental right to keep and bear arms, right? Uh, uh, I'm going to read from Ammo Land here, and it says, uh, Whatever ceilings Smith may have broken in her career have been more than offset by the breaking of her oath of office, and the guilty verdict returned by the jury isn't the end of the story. Two of her former top deputies face criminal charges in connection with the same scandal. And District Attorney Jeff Rosen says the trials against former undersheriff Rip, uh, Rick Snug and Captain James Jensen will begin in the next few months. Now that a jury in Smith's civil trial has convicted her on all charges, though, I wonder if Rosen will offer the pair a chance to plead guilty to lesser charges. Let's hope that that's not the case, because despite the claims of guys like Richard Alexander and the type of corruption and graft documented by prosecutors and witnesses in Santa Clara County aren't minor annoyances, but serious misconduct that jeopardized the safety and well-being of an untold number of residents. Not only were those who did apply routinely left in limbo, the fact that carry permits were so rarely used by Smith's office meant that many residents never even bothered to apply knowing they'd be turned down. Even though California's May issue statute is off the books thanks to the Supreme Court's Bruin decision, lawmakers are likely to give the state sheriffs the authority to approve or deny permits based on subjective determination of good moral character. By the way, that's up for debate as well, or suitability when they return to Sacramento in just a few weeks. That will allow for continued corruption of the right to bear arms. And if prosecutors decide to cut Snug and Jensen a sweetheart plea deal, it will send a message to law enforcement that violating the fundamental rights of residents is, as Richard Alexander believes, not a serious crime at all. Um, So you can go ahead and check out that story. Uh, Fortunately, uh, she was found guilty. Um, It's just amazing. I'm sorry, that wasn't on... um, Land, that was bearing arms, by the way. Uh, so, Lori Smith was a dec- she had a decades long tenure as the top cop in California County, um, and she tried to res- resign her position once the jury was deliberating, so it would become moot, uh, which is a tactic that we've seen the New York uh, State Rifle and Pistol Association uh, lawsuit that got turned down by the Supreme Court from hearing it because uh, the the city of New New York, 
New York City withdrew the ordinance that prevented you from taking your firearm outside of your house. So that's what they do. They they put these schemes, these licensing schemes in place, and they uh, they deny you your fundamental civil rights for years and years and years. And people even stop applying because they know they're going to be turned down. And then when they're challenged in court and it looks like it's going all the way to the Supreme Court, they go, just kidding, and they pull back the ordinance so they don't get a negative outcome at, at the Supreme Court level, and they rule it moot, which is what happened. Well, in this case, the jury uh, and the prosecutors did not do that. Um, they they allowed this trial to go forward, which is good. Um, but anyway, she... Uh, she was convicted on all counts, and we'll see what happens to her. I guess it was a civil suit, so she's probably not doing jail time, um, which really stinks because uh, someone who has violated that many people's fundamental Second Amendment right should be doing jail time. They're a tyrant, and they don't respect the Constitution, and they have violated it willingly and knowingly. And uh, But... Meanwhile, if you were part of the good old boys club or the good old girls club, you could get your permit issued for a fee or a, a donation to the reelection campaign, uh, which is cronyism at its worst. It is uh, unbelievable that this type of thing, I'm not surprised it happens, but, you know, it's it should be met with the stiffest penalty under the law. That the law Excuse could possibly whip this out. is the most, the highest form of penalty that the law allows. Um, yeah. So anyway, good news that she's convicted. Hopefully, the other two people involved will be convicted as well, um, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But new landmark medical report proves more guns do not cause more crime. Wow. Say it ain't so. That's not good news for gun grabbers everywhere. Um, A recently published study by a team of physicians and medical researchers found no link between increased gun sales, legal gun sales, and increased violent crime rates. Breaking news. Moreover, the study concluded it is unclear if efforts to limit lawful firearm sales would have any effect on rates of crime homicide, or injuries from violence committed with firearms. The fact that we have to commission a study to end up at these results is baffling. But it's because of the 30-year mantra by bought-and-paid-for politicians in mainstream media that say, and they threaten that, hey, more guns cause crime. More guns on the streets or in the hands of you, the responsible gun owner, makes us less safe as a society. So that's the trend that has been uh, flowing from politicians and mainstream media for 30-odd, 40-odd years. And so this study, um, Dr. Marky Hamill, a trauma surgeon at the University of Nebraska Medical Center in Omaha, is one of the lead authors of the report, which was published in the Journal of Surgical Research titled Legal firearm sales at state level and rates of violence, crime, property crime, and homicides. Dr. Hamill is not your typical academic. He spent seven years as a police officer in New York City and three years as a part-time police officer in upstate while attending medical school, and he served as the 
uh, emergency medical system from the late 1980s to 2002 as both an EMT and a paramedic. He is also a member of the Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership, the only uh, member in the 10-man research team. So uh, the methodology of this study was to study the uh, state and national crime rate data from 99 to 2015 obtained from the U.S. Department of Justice and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to National Instant Crime Background Check System and NICS checks, which were used to show gun sales even though they do not include private sales. And nationally, all crime rates except for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention designated uh, firearm homicides decreased as firearm sales increased over the study period, the report says. Using a naive national model, uh, increases in firearm sales were associated with significant decreases in multiple crime categories. However, a more robust analysis using generalized estimating equation estimates on state-level data demonstrated increase in firearm sales were not associated with uh, changes in any crime variables examined. Uh, so the conclusion was their findings completely debunked the theory that more guns cause more crime. The irony of it is the fact that we have to do the study. The obvious nature of the study is that legal firearm sales don't reduce crime. Why is that, you ask? Because law-abiding, responsible gun owners aren't the ones out committing crime. It's done by career criminals. So the fact that you have to explain this in a, in a study, in a journal of medicine or journal of surgeon, surgeons, and uh, the fact that you have to pay millions of dollars probably to get these type of studies is, is just mind-boggling. Um, but the bottom line is Law-abiding, responsible gun owners are less likely to commit crime than even law enforcement agents. Go go look it up. It's a fact. Uh, they're 50 to 60% less likely to commit a crime than the non-gun owning community out there. So the, the point is, uh, responsible gun owners don't want to put their ability to protect themselves or their family by firearm at risk by going out and committing crime. So you're never going to reduce crime by hindering legal, law-abiding, responsible gun owners from getting a gun. Uh, That seems obvious to me and self-evident, but apparently not to the powers that be in the mainstream media. Don't fret, folks. The pepper spray class is back. This class is for people that want to learn about alternatives to lethal defense. In this class, you actually dispense water-based practice spray units, plus you'll learn all the facets of non-lethal defense. Go to capegunworks.com and click on the classes to sign up. We will be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. Voltec VT-10i. It's your travel buddy, so it goes where you go. To your work, on the road, or at the range. It's the smart and rugged safe built to protect, no matter what you trust it with. We've made sure every inch of your safe is built to the highest possible standards. Security is at the forefront of our thoughts, so no unwanted guest. The VT-10i provides multiple quick and simple access points, 
including high-resolution biometrics, backlit numeric keys, keyed entry, and even your smartphone for remote access. The two-point anti-impact latches keep your safe strong, and Voltec lithium-ion battery charges in just 2.5 hours and lasts up to six months. So it won't let you down. There's a reason we're the number one rated biometric safe. Get yours at VoltecSafe.com and find us online at Facebook.com slash VoltecSafe. Show all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. And the winner of this week's giveaway is Chris Studley. Look for an email. He won the Emergency First Aid Fundamentals book by the USCCA that we gave away. And we are giving away the Women's Handgun Self-Defense Fundamentals by Beth Alcazar, who came and did an amazing job for us this past weekend. Uh, on Saturday, she had a sold-out class of women who were looking to learn from a very credited educator. Beth has done a phenomenal job on this book, and uh, we're really glad to have had her and hosted her here at Cape Gunworks. And we will pull the winner next week's show. You can give this to the to that woman in your life who's looking to, uh, you know, uh, get some education on how best to protect themselves, mindset, technique, and uh, have a good color page-turning book accordingly. So go to rapidfireradio.us to sign up and win. So that's rapidfireradio.us. Scroll down, and you'll see the Enter the Contest page, um, and we'll get you this book if you win. So if you don't win, you can always come buy it at Cape Gunworks, too. (laughs) It's a book we sell a lot uh, here at the shop. So... Anyway, we've been talking about, uh, you know, the implications of this election and uh, how it may or may not change some things in our uh, society in which we live in. Some states did very well, other states uh, not so much. The state I live in, uh, I would say, is an absolute bloodbath at the polls as far as um, freedom is concerned. And it's just more of the same as the ter- the direction and the trend of, on the national level of where we're headed um, as of the last couple of years. I don't really care how you vote, frankly, um, whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, uh, left, right, center, uh, you know, commie or patriot. I don't really care whatever category you put yourself into. What I do care about is the erosion of our fundamental rights. And uh, I do think that things are going to get a little worse before they get better. Um, Here in Massachusetts, uh, we have someone who is an avowed anti-gun politician who's been our attorney general for the past, you know, whatever, six, eight years, and is now going to be taking the governorship. Uh, So, unfortunately, we're going to have... I think uh, a season where it's very much like what Kathy Hochul did after the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin case. Um, I think that hopefully lawsuits happen in a very quick 
um, manner, and that's really what I'm hoping for. That's the best we can hope for at this point. Um, there's an article on Ammo Land that is referencing an article that Jim Wallace from Gun Owners Action League wrote, um, which we talked about a, a week or two ago. And uh, it says that Massachusetts has a fairly robust population of people that own firearms for being a uh, socialist stronghold. The last statistic I read was the I read was that about six percent of the population are licensed to carry holders. That is not that bad given the odds that Bay Staters are up against. Gun Owners Action League uh, recently put out a release concerning some murder statistics in the land of the Pilgrims, a place where witches hung from ropes for just being different. Their tolerant ways seem to have carried into modern times. Uh, 2020 Massachusetts Department of Public Health reports on deaths still reflects the Commonwealth's gun laws are an unmitigated disaster. I have this has been my mantra for a long time, which is um, Massachusetts is the most violent state in the Northeast. We tout our safe and effective gun laws and how we're the most stringent, um, you know, gun state in the Northeast. But that doesn't translate into making us safer on the streets. In fact, the opposite is true. We have to our north, our neighbors in the north, Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont. Out of all 50 states and all the cities in our states, out of the top 10 safest cities in America, there's a city from every one of those three states to our northern border. Burlington, Vermont, uh, I believe it's uh, Concord, New Hampshire, and Portland, Maine, are in the top 10 safest cities in our country. Massachusetts didn't make the list. And we tout our strict gun control laws as the reason we are so safe. And there's so few gun-related deaths in our state. But yet, just to our north, where we have constitutional carry, our our cities are way safer than Massachusetts. Um, so it's very disingenuous to use our very strict strict gun laws in Massachusetts as evidence for why are there's so few gun related deaths in Massachusetts. I think if you compare us to the surrounding states and see our violence rate and our high crime rate, um, you'll see that we actually have the uh, most violence out of all the neighbors around us. Uh, This report goes on to say, uh, on Thursday, October 27, 2022, Gun Owners Action League released a report, that's the one I was talking about, uh, reflecting a nearly two-fold increase in gun-related homicides in Massachusetts. The report included data taken directly from the Massachusetts Department of Public Health's Injury Surveillance Program. The report breaks down gun deaths in the Commonwealth into three categories, homicides, suicides, and accidental deaths. And... uh, Here's the part that Jim Wallace talked about. Uh, he said uh, about the staggeringly high number. What jumps off the page is the more than doubling of gun-related homicides since the passage of the 98 Gun Control Act. Wallace continued, for more than two decades, we have cons- constantly heard that Massachusetts is leading the nation in common-sense gun control laws. Using the state's own data, we are proving that is simply a false and dangerous narrative. The report does note a silver silver lining 
that there was a 13% decrease in people dying by suicide by firearm during that same period. However, the report noted that the small gain was greatly overshadowed by the drastic increase in hanging suffocation suicides of approximately 63%. This is a fact that we tried to ram home during the red flag law debates in 2018. This information was completely ignored and the law's supporters blocked any debate on adding mental health assistance into the bill. Uh, Using the state's own data, the report reflects a 111% increase in gun-related homicides since 98, which is when the Gun Control Act was signed. Gun-related suicides are down a few points, but that marginal success is outweighed by the huge increase in suicide by hangings and suffocation. Virtually no gains have been made in accidental gun deaths, as those numbers were minuscule already. It is goals hope that the legislature will finally see what is so-called Uh, gun control effort for really what it is, an affront to our Second Amendment civil rights. There's absolutely no way to justify what has been done to the Second Amendment community in the name of safety. One of the first things the legislature needs to address in the next legislative session is a complete revamp of the state's gun laws in a manner that respects our community's civil rights. Further, the political leadership needs to start addressing the human criminal element head-on and the growing mental health crisis. It is not convenient when the numbers that are delivered are so grim. Um, you can read that article on MLand.com. Uh, it, it goes on and on and on. And uh, it finishes with politics aside, 93.1 or 111% increase, depending on which number you want to lean on, in murder increases are nothing to scoff at. And uh, there's, you know... Uh, Plenty of evidence to show this is the case in other highly gun-controlled, highly gun-restricted areas. Uh, But 508-444-2120 is the live phone number to call in to rapid fire. You can also text your questions to 508-444-2120. And let me know what you think. Uh, Leave a message if you want. We'll get to it. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of work to be done uh, to restore our rights. Uh, And, frankly, I am one gun owner who is sick and tired of being blamed for the crime of criminals and evil people and the mentally deranged. And you should be too. And so it's it's time to say we're not going to take it anymore and restore our rights, give us our fundamental right to keep and bear arms, give us what the founders of our country acknowledged is the most basic human right, which is the right to self-defense. We should be able to keep and bear arms with whatever gun, we see fit, whatever gun is common and ordinary, uh, whatever gun we want to have. The Constitution is a limit on government's power. It is not a roadmap for government to restrict the people's power. Um, So Iowa got it right. Um, Iowa just voted, I guess they had a ballot initiative to basically um, solidify what their their legislature had already um, voted on, but in some cases, I guess, for a constitutional amendment to their state constitution, it had to be on the ballot. And so uh, two out of three voters said yes to freedom and liberty in Iowa, and um, it was the highest voted item on the entire election race uh, in this state uh, possibly ever. Uh, but it was a Iowa's right to keep and bear arms constitutional amendment called the Freedom Amendment, which was very simple. 
basically all it all it did was acknowledge that you have a fundamental right to keep and bear arms in the state of Iowa. They were one of, I think, five states, uh, California, New York, New Jersey, Maryland, and Minnesota, all don't have any uh, state civil right to keep and bear arms. They don't have any type of uh, text that goes along with the Second Amendment. So they don't recognize the Second Amendment on a state level. Uh, so now they are, there's now, they were, there was six states, now there's five. And uh, that's good news for Iowa. Uh, they have become a constitutional carry state, so that's huge. They originally went to a may, uh, sorry, a shall issue license to carry state, and then they took it one step further and became a constitutional carry state, which should be the law of the land in all 50 states, right? If you think about it, we have our Second Amendment, which acknowledges the right to keep and bear arms, is an individual right, and it is not just in the House, as it said in Heller, but the Bruin decision went on to say that it protects your right outside the home as well. That's what the bear arms part means, right? In case it isn't axiomatic, in case it isn't so obvious to the person reading the text, um, that the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Uh, well, guess what? We've had a couple hundred years of infringements. And so, you know, now we have... Uh, 25 states which have acknowledged this right in the form of constitutional carry. And I'd love to see that trend continue. I'd love to see it expanded to all 50 states so that we can recognize one another's individual right to keep and bear arms no matter what state you live in. We don't limit your fundamental enumerated rights at the border for any other right. Your Fourth Amendment is not suspended when you drive across the border. Your First Amendment is not suspended when you drive across the border. So why is it your Second Amendment is suspended when you drive across the border? Interestingly enough, a Massachusetts case just got GVR'd about that. We'll talk about that on the other side. And we're headed for a break, but before we go, you should head over to CapeGunWorks.com and use this week's special discount code, SHOOT, in this post-election day and age we have you you need to save some money on whatever gun it is you want to buy while you can while freedom is still on your side uh we'll be right back you're listening to rapid fire i'm toby with firearm for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today the uscca can help fortify your home sharpen your awareness and develop your defensive plan go to uscca.com slash remote and use code word WORKS. Your family's safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.com slash remote and use code word WORKS to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training, legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. Vortex offers the very best optics specifically made for shooters with rugged construction designed for extreme environments. Vortex Optics build quality ensures accurate, reliable, and repeatable performance every time you squeeze the trigger. Add fully multi-coated lenses and nitrogen purging, and you have a quality optic with an extremely reasonable price tag. That is the Vortex difference. 
Come into Cape Gunworks to see the full line of Vortex Optics today. Welcome back to Rapid Fire, your weekly show all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. Thank you for joining us. Uh, This week's poll is at rapidfireradio.us or go to their Twitter page and search Rapid Fire Radio, all one word. And it's simple. Is it time for the voting machines to go? And what should we replace them with? Um, I'm sure that you know, this will be an interesting poll question, not necessarily firearms related, but um, I do believe in uh, opening up the, you know, and eliminating and removing all doubt. If there's doubt in people's minds about the integrity of our elections, what better way to do that than just to take away the the pain point, right? Uh, but it's like the fox is watching the hen house. There's no incentive for them to do that if it's keeping them in power. So anyway... Um, Go over there and vote. Let your voice be heard on our poll. Um, And right now it's time for the gun of the week. Last week we had a great Savage 110 Scout rifle as the gun of the week. And something I didn't talk about last week is that every gun of the week that we feature, we're going to give you a discount. So there's going to be a 10% discount on the gun of the week. So if you're really interested in the one we're offering, and I wasn't necessarily doing it to be salesy about it. It was more just to kind of show you some cool guns. But this week, the gun of the week gets a little complicated because it's not a gun per se. It is in the eyes of the ATF, but it's not in the eyes of the state. And it's called the P80 AFT. You can be an AFT agent. <laughs> so it's assemble for thyself. So yes, you're going to get everything you need in this entire kit to assemble your own Gen 3 Glock style pistol that Polymerady has put together in what they call the AFT kit. Now it is a serialized uh, firearm lower that you're going to get or frame. So you'll do the 4473 when you come into the shop or if you go to your local FFL, we'll ship this wherever you want. Um, you're going to be required to do a background check when you when you fill out the uh, paperwork on this, on this particular frame. But then once you get it home, you're going to have everything in the case that you need to assemble your own Polymer 80 kit, and it's awesome. So... It's right on our webpage. You can go to capegunworks.com, click on Rapid Fire, scroll down. Right next to the poll question, which is on Twitter, is the gun of the week. And we'll have a cool video that will drop as a result of this week's gun of the week. And uh, so right behind me, actually, I have, um, and I'm going to take a chance here. Don't kick us off YouTube. This is for educational purposes only. Uh, I have one of my own. Uh, polymer 80 builds that I did a while back. I did this for the gunmakers match that we hosted. So this was actually one of the unserialized ones that we did. But the new ones that you get are all serialized, completely legal to do here in Massachusetts. And you get, everyone wants a Glock, which they can't have if they go to a gun store. You can get them if you buy them in parts. But this is a great way to get a nice Gen 3 Glock. And the coolest thing about these AFT kits is the price point on them is phenomenal. And they're optics-ready slides. Comes with awesome sights um, and a nice flat face trigger. 
wicked cool gun, and you get to kind of put it together yourself, bring you back to the your childhood when you were working Legos and Lincoln Logs, but it's for grown-ups. So <laughs> check it out. Go to the uh, website, check it out, and you'll get a special deal off it. There's a limited supply of these in, in our shop, but you can go ahead and do it. So anyway, we're going to a break, but you should check out rapidfireradio.us and check out the latest Rapid Fire uh, shooting contest we had. You can also go there and buy whatever Rapid Fire Radio gear you want. Get a hat, a shirt, or a flag, and show everybody that you're pro 2A. So go to rapidfireradio.us and click on Rapid Fire. All right, we will be right back. I'm Toby Leary. is 100. This is where the American ingenuity met a trailblazing spirit. Hard work united with patriotism and technology blended with new ideas. That's federal ammunition. Right here in Anoka, Minnesota, born in 1922, made in America, and proud to be the best. Federal ammunition, a century of innovation, and we're only getting started. Welcome back to Rapid Fire, your weekly show, all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. Don't forget to participate in our giveaway. We're giving away this book, Women's Handgun Self-Defense Fundamentals, and Chris S. was the winner of last week's book. So we're going to continue the tradition and give another one away. Uh, So go to rapidfireradio.us to sign up and win. Go to rapidfireradio.us, scroll down, and enter the contest. Um, all right, as promised, we're going to talk about this case, Morin v. Liver, which was in the First Circuit Court of Appeals that made its way all the way up to the Supreme Court, which went ahead and GVR'd it. It was uh, granted certiorari. It was vacated and sent back to the lower court, remanded back to the lower court. Um, and this, like I was saying, does have some implications or the potential to actually uh, – Get us one step closer to national reciprocity or or uh, constitutional carry as a the law of the land because this goes back to uh, it's a Massachusetts case where William Liver, who's a doctor, went down to Washington D.C. We've talked about it on this show before, and he was going to a museum and he saw no firearms allowed, so he tried to check his gun at the door. Basically, he asked if he could put it in a secure place while he goes on the to the museum, and they promptly arrested him and charged him with illegal possession of a firearm, illegal possession of ammunition, et cetera, et cetera, all felonies. He ended up pleading to a misdemeanor, and uh, then when he came back to Massachusetts and went to renew his license to carry, he was denied. Uh, William Liver, the uh, police chief in Northborough, denied him his license to carry. He tried again a few years later. He denied him again. And so he appealed, and it went through the uh, First Circuit Court of Appeals and all the way up to the Supreme Court where they GVR'd it. So this will be interesting to see what happens because they have told, uh, basically told the lower court, in light of the Bruin decision, you have to look at this case under that strict scrutiny. So it'll be, it'll be really interesting to uh, see what happens as a result. 
um, you know, if if it'll end up back at the Supreme Court or um, if it'll end up back at the appeals court. Obviously, if um, the lower court rules in favor of uh, the the plaintiff, um, he, you know, then I I assume that. Uh, the state will appeal it back to the First Circuit Court of Appeals. And, you know, who knows? It'll, it might end up back at the Supreme Court. Obviously, all this is doing is taking a lot of time and money uh, to to come to the conclusion that uh, it should be, oh, yeah, under the Bruin decision, here's your license to carry. Um, it also strikes at the root of the whole uh, suitability or good moral character clause that a lot of these states are trying to leave in place, especially Massachusetts is one of them. Uh, so when Healy issued her and her joint advisory statement with uh, the governor, basically saying, okay, we're now a shall-issue state as it relates to the license to carry. So as long as you're not a prohibited person and you have good suitable character, then you'll be issued your license to carry. And it's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What did you just say? No, that's not what the the Supreme Court just ruled on. They actually said you can't rule on anything except the text, the history, and the tradition. And you can't put extra burdens on them uh, for that. So uh, I know in the syllabus uh, that um, there was a support of some licensing schemes with uh, requiring, uh, you know, a, a class or a fee or whatever. However, that is not what the actual uh, order, you know, as written by the majority opinion by Clarence Thomas said. It said strict scrutiny by text, history, and tradition. And if it doesn't have that, then you can't, you can't read into it. There's no more two-step uh, scrutiny. So we'll see how this all plays out. Um, it'll be really interesting to to watch. And uh, real quick, I want to jump on the chat uh, because I've been sucking all the air out of the room since I got on today. I could go on for hours today, but uh, uh, that's all. Uh, that's the way it, it works sometimes when you have a lot to talk about. But um all right, let's see how it goes here on the chat. Um, a lot of people are asking me what I think will happen now that Healy has been, uh, you know, elected governor or selected governor, whichever way you feel about how this went down. Um, I think that uh, it's going to get bad before it gets good, in my opinion. Hopefully they'll settle for the status quo, which is what we've had for the last few years. I would definitely like to have seen uh, Jeff Deal in the corner office and uh, Jay McMahon in the, as the attorney general. Um, and really the attorney general is the one that I'm, I'm most nervous about because uh, the one that was elected uh, certainly makes more Healy look conservative. Uh, so we'll see how it all plays out. But the good news is we have some court precedent that, you know, is the law of the land now that will continue to work its way through the courts um, so we're no longer burdened by this two-step process. So anyway, we'll see how it goes. Uh, G-Webs is saying, have a good show. Don't let it get to you. And I would say the same thing. It's better to be positive and, uh, you know, realize that we still live in the greatest country in the world. Um, and 
you know, we can, we can make inroads. So let's keep, keep up the good work. Uh, you know, no reason to, uh, burn the bridges yet. Um, so I think that, uh, we're in good shape in the court systems and we'll make, we'll continue to make some good strides. So thank God for the, uh, Supreme court ruling this summer. Cause it could have really been bad. Uh, but anyway, um, let's see, uh, a uh, lot of lot of back and forth about DeSantis versus Trump and you know all that. I don't think we're there yet. I, I don't think we have to make that decision right at the moment. And I'm really happy for Florida. Florida won big um, as far as freedom is concerned. Um, I think that it, it was a really good, uh, really good win down in Florida. I, nice to see Miami Dade uh, go vote freedom. And uh, you know, again, I'm not even just pigeonholing. Uh, Republican Democrat, I think that the uh, they've trended in the right direction, and I think that uh, Ron DeSantis did a lot of great work as far as uh, election integrity is concerned. He eliminated uh, early voting and the ballot boxes, the Zuckerberg ballot boxes. He eliminated, uh, you know, the mail-in voting, and he required ID for voting, and also. Uh, you know, assembled this task force, this police force to, to go ahead and arrest and charge people who are caught uh, committing voter fraud. So I think that was one reason the state went the way it did. And I'd like to see that happen in all 50 states. But anyway, all right. Uh, Fun says, I bought a non-firing MP40. It has the barrel that has some metal in it, so I can't shoot it. But the rest is almost working. Um, I would just be careful because... Even if the barrel is slogged, if it was originally a machine gun and it's not cut into three pieces, uh, torch cut on a diagonal three-piece cut, then you could be potentially in possession of a machine gun. Um, There was a Navy sailor who was just charged and found guilty with illegal possession and sale of a machine gun um, because the parts set that he bought off gun broker was only had a single torch cut through the receiver instead of three. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, it obviously didn't function. It didn't, um, it didn't work. And, uh, it was the biggest railroading of a, a person I've ever seen, but another victimless crime, another, uh, you know, tyrannical agency, uh, dropping bombs on an otherwise law-abiding uh, veteran of our country uh, who thought they were doing the right thing. So anyway, that's what happens when the law gets so convoluted and screwed up. And then not to mention, uh, you know, they change it whenever they get the whim to do it because they do. Uh, it, it shouldn't happen, but it does. And uh, three-letter agencies should never be able to write law, never be able to change regulations, should never be able to change the enforcement of that law. It should That should come from the legislature. Uh, we'll answer more of your questions on the other side. If you're listening on the radio, you're only getting the first hour of this show, you can always jump over to capegunworks.com or rapidfireradio.us to get the second hour. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be action-packed. Uh, we thank you all for tuning in each week. And remember, it, even though it ends here, it does go on for another hour. So call us or text the Rapid Fire line, 508-444-2120. You can go ask questions at rapidfireradio.us. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. Freedom will always be on the right side of history. 
So stay tuned and we will see you next time. I'm Toby Leary and God bless. May your tag of a lifetime finally come through. May the snow pile up and the elk come down. May your socks always stay dry. May the herd bull finally break from the herd. And may your aim always stay true. Welcome to the next level. Welcome to the Vortex. Once you're involved in something like this, the stress level... It can tear up a family. He said he was tried in the court of public opinion before he ever stepped foot in a courtroom, but surveillance video helped shed light on what actually happened. 50-year-old Ford employee Billy Coert was charged with attempted murder for shooting his gun in the United Auto Workers 551 parking lot in June 2016. To have everything you work for taken away. Coart was suspended and then terminated from his job with Ford where he'd worked for nearly two decades. To have somebody have your back and have a company that have your back and then they put me in touch with a great attorney. That was the best feeling. Go to uscca.com to learn more about protecting yourself and your family. Alexander Hamilton said those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road, Hyannis, or capegunworks.com. Welcome to Rapid Fire, a 2A talk radio show sponsored by Vortex Optics and the USCCA. Tune in at rapidfireradio.us to join the conversation. And now you can call or text the Rapid Fire line, 508-444-2120. You can like and subscribe on all of our social media plat on all the social media platforms. Our handle is at Cape Gunworks everywhere except for Instagram, which is CGW underscore backup. At CGW underscore backup. But check us out on some of those alternative, uh, freedom-loving social media sites as opposed to some of the big tech ones. But we've been using Twitter, and by the way, we're getting a whole lot more uh, engagement on Twitter now that uh, the SpaceX guy has taken over. Um, so interestingly enough, what about you? Are you going to go back to Twitter, uh, or are you going to still boycott the platform. But anyway, and I was never a Twitter guy anyway. Uh, I never really liked it that much, but now we're on it. 
And I like the fact that we can roll run a poll there. So this week's poll is, is it time for the voting machines to go? Yes or no? Uh, and what should we replace them with? Frankly, I personally think paper ballots and hand counting. Let's get back to the good old-fashioned way. And there's a good way of doing it. Um, remove all doubt. That's the way I say. If I have doubt in my mind as to the results of the election, that should not be so based on all the evidence I've seen about voting machines and, and corruption and whatnot and modems and and the possible uh, corruption of those machines. So why don't you just remove all doubt, go back to paper ballots, go back to hand counting, and, uh, you know, do it in a free and open and fair way. It could, you know, that, that I think makes a lot more sense. But I'm not in charge, and I, what I say doesn't go, unfortunately, <laughs> sometimes, uh, or fortunately, depending on which side of the fence you, you, you find yourself on. But anyway, uh, go to Rapid Fire Radio Twitter page, and you can vote in our poll, or right on our website, rapidfireradio.us, you can scroll down, you'll see the poll link there. Um, anyway, let's get back to your questions uh, because the chat's been on fire. A lot of people commenting on the election, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but Gordon has a good question. He says, HKVP9 updated the, the VP9L via barrel switch mass compliant? Question mark. Yes. Absolutely, Gordon. Once you own that gun, you can do whatever you want to it. You can make it a VP9L. You can make it a VP9 optics ready. You can make it a a red, green, blue, purple, all of the colors um, you want. You can do whatever you want to that gun. Um, as long as it doesn't violate the assault weapons ban, you're good to go. Uh, so you're you're all set with that, Gordon. We sell the VP9 optics ready slides in our shop, but I don't have any more of the long slides. Uh, so those are pretty cool. But anyway, uh, we don't we don't um, we don't have any of the long slides at the moment. Uh, and 500, who's down in Georgia, is saying, uh, you're the man. Glad you're all hanging in there. And yeah, that's what we do. We we've been living in this state for a long time. And honestly, I don't think I've ever like come away from the polling place and said, man, that was a great election. It's usually extreme disappointment when I wake up the next morning as a member of Massachusetts, but that's what I'm used to. Um, and 500 is wondering if Massachusetts is more strict than New York or California. And I would say we all have our differences. Uh, we can't buy a new AR-15. You can in California, um, and you can in New York if you put this funky stock on it. So... Um, it it basically, we always try to outdo each other. Let's put it that way. We don't like to sit idly by and see California or New York come up with some gun control scheme and then sit idly by. We try to try to outdo the other restrictive states. Um, but so, <laughs> yeah, it's basically, uh, there's differences in each state. I would say we're one of the top three worst states in the country as far as gun laws are concerned. Um, but anyway, uh, let's see. Um, Fun says, at least I can carry, not like in New York City, right? Uh, so yeah, that that's a good point. Uh, some, some states still have very restrictive licensing schemes. New York City, one of them. Although a big portion of them were just handed a, a big blow um, 
the New York, uh, what is it called? The Concealed Carry Improvement Act or whatever it was called. Uh, uh, a federal judge just granted um, a TRO, I believe it was, a temporary restraining order, and uh, also blocked New York from banning carry at places of worship, which is huge. Uh, that's a good that's a good one. Uh, the Concealed Carry Act, that's what it was called. Um, so uh, there's been some big strides. Uh, some of the Concealed Carry Improvement Act was allowed to stay, um, but basically um, they were granted uh, a uh, preliminary injunction, I believe it was, or a temporary restraining order or something like that. But basically the way that is... Uh, it's very rare to actually get a preliminary injunction like that. And it's basically if the judge thinks that they have a very high probability of winning in court, they will go ahead and give this temporary restraining order or preliminary injunction. So basically they can't implement a a huge portion of the Concealed Carry Improvement Act pending uh, the outcome of it in court. So right now it's all on hold, even though they've passed it in the legislature and Governor Hochul has signed it. Um, it's basically on ice until it wor- worms its way through the court system. So um, that's good for the people of New York. Uh, but I don't know what their licensing looks like right now and if they're even issuing licensing. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I would say it's a big dumpster fire all the way around um, because um, they're just they're just a mess. Uh, but the pro-gun activists have won in court. Uh, gun Owners uh, of America and Gun Owners Foundation, uh, they did secure the preliminary injunction in federal district court against most of the New York's uh, Concealed Carry Improvement Act, um, which is a very... Uh, the name alone is dripping with irony. Uh, because it didn't improve concealed carry at all. It basically just uh, made it harder for you to get that license to carry. The judge uh, who indicated that the law has imposed unprecedented constitutional violations enjoins the following provisions. Uh, He enjoined the fact that they require good moral character, which we talked about already, requiring the names and contact information of spouses and other adults in the applicant's home, requiring applicants to disclose social media accounts for review, and the restrictions on carrying in public parks, zoos, places of worship, locations where alcohol is served, theaters, banquet halls, conferences, airports, and buses, lawful protests and assemblies, and the prohibition on carrying on private property without express consent from the owner. The injunction will take place immediately, take effect immediately despite the state of New York's attempt to delay the injunction. Uh, Eric Pratt, Gun Owners of America's senior vice president, issued the following statement. Just like we warned politicians after the Bruin decision, fall in line or we will force you. We are excited to see Kathy Hochul finally served a plate of humble pie and we are fully prepared to continue the fight should she again attempt to disarm the citizens of her state at a time when her party's policies are only only escalating the danger that everyday citizens face. Uh, Sam P- 
Haridis on behalf of the Board of Directors for the Gun Owners Foundation added, This is very exciting for the citizens of New York as today liberty won and tyranny lost. GOF and our allies remain fully prepared to defend this ruling from the foolish appeals that the anti-gunners in Albany will inevitably bring. So that's good news. Um, Let's see, uh, you know, how it plays out in court. It's still on on the way, but at least the preliminary injunction has been handed down. Um, and that proves how restrictive that scheme was. So um, anyway, uh, we still want to look towards um, that Supreme Court decision that vacated the, uh, the ban on gun purchases by those convicted of gun misdemeanors. Um, we've talked about this at length and uh, the Morin v. Liver case, we just talked about it in the first hour. Um, but one thing I keep coming back to is I can't find anything that defies the logic of if I, if you're too dangerous to be trusted with a firearm, then you shouldn't be out on the street. And was Dr. Uh, Morin really that much of a threat? to the public at large that he could not possess a license to carry or purchase a handgun Um, because if not give him his license to carry and let him participate in his uh, right to keep and bear arms but if he is that much of a threat then you should have laws in place that you can lock him up for a long time to come and it sounds like he acted very reasonably uh, in Washington, D.C., with regard to how he was trying to respect the unconstitutional laws at at the museum. But anyway, we'll see how it goes, and we'll get back to your questions on the other side. If you're hearing this and you don't have your gun license, we have lots of regularly scheduled LTC classes, including ladies only classes and a couples class January 21st. January 21st will be better with the two or better than one, right? So sign up at capegunworks.com. And uh, we will be right back. This is Rapid Fire. Carrying a firearm for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. The USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.com slash remote and use code word WORKS. Your family's safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.com slash remote and use code word WORKS to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training, legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. Vortex offers the very best optics specifically made for shooters with rugged construction designed for extreme environments. Vortex Optics build quality ensures accurate, reliable, and repeatable performance every time you squeeze the trigger. Add fully multi-coated lenses and nitrogen purging, and you have a quality optic with an extremely reasonable price tag. That is the Vortex difference. Come into Cape Gunworks to see the full line of Vortex Optics today. Welcome. 
Welcome back to Rapid Fire, your weekly show, all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. And remember to go to rapidfireradio.us to sign up for our giveaway. This week's giveaway is the Women's Handgun and Self-Defense Fundamentals book by Beth Alcazar and the USCCA. So you want to make sure you win and you can wrap it up and put it under the Christmas tree to that wonderful woman in your life. Um, and uh, congratulations to Chris, who won last week's book. And we got another giveaway every week, so um, make sure you sign up each and every week. So, all right, getting back to your questions. Um, 500 says, I want everyone to have the right to protect themselves and their families, regardless of what county or country they're in or from. And I agree. And he says that uh, we should have constitutional carry in all 50 states. I would agree with that statement 100%. And uh, Fun with a Gun says, I loved flying to Texas with the gun. They literally freaked out at Logan Airport in Boston when I brought the gun in and said that I'm flying with it. And what a difference when I was coming back and how the people in Texas were like, hey, cool, a SIG. Um, It's funny, I've flown many times out of Logan Airport with a gun and never, ever been given trouble or whatsoever they it's very routine they say let me see the gun uh i want to make sure it's unloaded and um make sure show show it clear then lock it up put the card in the in the box with it and yeah no big deal um i've flown with it many times uh but what do you think 508-444-2120 that's 508-444-2120. Text, call, or leave a message. And uh, one of the other people on the chat say, uh, I hear Texas is a fantastic fantastic state. Uh, and I would agree. I, I think Texas is awesome. Um, it's, it's nice. The first time I flew to Texas, I got uh, off the plane, and I felt like I could breathe easy. <laughs> um and I know there's pockets in, in Texas, uh, Austin being one that can be very restrictive or, or you know, hostile to gun laws. But anyway, um, and G-Webs likes the choice for gun of the week, which is the uh, P80 AFT kit, the assemble for thyself. Oh, my. Um, let's see. The history in Massachusetts is very interesting, but a lot of people have forgotten about it. Yeah, it it is ringing true more than ever that freedom was born here and also came crawling back across the border and died. But I'm not giving up on it. Not now, not ever. So uh, question, I honestly don't know the answer. Oh, I already read that one. Uh, you bought the non-firing MP40, has the barrel and it has some metal in it, so it can't shoot. I already read that one. I apologize. Doubling up, just make sure it's... The receiver's cut three different ways, uh, so it's nowhere near to working. And he uh, says I can get a new barrel for two seventy-five and a firing pin for 50 bucks, and of course not full auto. Would this be legal if I replace those two parts? As long as it's not full auto, it would definitely be legal. Um, I know someone who just had a re-weld MP40 in semi-auto. They just sent me a picture of it, and it looks pretty cool. So, um, yeah, you, you should be good to go in that situation. Um, yeah. Uh, the future AG Campbell is one of the scary anti-2A radicals, and I would agree with that statement 
DRVR. So um, we'll have to keep an eye on things, right? We have tons of Caltech sub 2Ks, Richard. So I think we have lots of variety and color. Uh, we have blue and flat dark earth and black. and uh, So, yeah, you can definitely do that. Uh, from the text line, good afternoon. Love the podcast. What does Maura Haley want to do with pushing gun control and how fast can she put these into effect? Well, she's not the legislature, so all she can do is uh, introduce legislation for the legislature to pass, and then she could sign it into law if it is passed. Um, but I don't know how fast that'll go. I mean, she takes office in January, so um, it all depends. Uh, you know, but really... The, the legislature has to capitulate. And um, will they? Possibly. Um, probably. The good news is there has been a little bit of a, a Mexican standoff in the legislature over the past four or five, six years. Um, and that is that they haven't really introduced any new gun control legislation that has made it out of committees. And uh, it's been kind of the status quo. It's been... Um, you know, really nothing new, nothing nothing good, nothing bad introduced. So um, if we can maintain the status quo through this whole um, next four years, I think that would be really good. Is that possible? I think it is. Um, but is it probable or likely? I doubt it. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Um Alan saying, my town didn't ask for ID. Yeah, uh, it's not a requirement in Massachusetts. Um, I don't know if you're in Florida or in um, where you are, Alan. But anyway, uh, let's see. Um, not sure if they're still counting votes in mass, but I assume the worst results of the election. What is the silver lining for 2A and rights? The silver lining at this point is the the landmark decision from the Supreme Court in June will continue to have inroads and effect on um, our nation in at state and national level and has the potential to have um, good um, precedent set at the highest level, which would make it the law of the land for the country. Um, so that's what the silver lining is for me. I honestly didn't put my hope too, too much in that this state, because what I just said about the status quo could have been the situation if Jeff Deal had won. So if Jeff Deal had won, who was a very pro 2A candidate, he still is just the governor, right? And he could sign into law good pro 2A legislation that comes through, but it's unlikely that it would come through, seeing that the uh, heavy hand and the, the clenched fist that the let mass legislature has over um, introduction of new law. I think most new law, um, as it relates to the Second Amendment, is never makes it out of committee by design. They're at this Mexican standoff, and I b hope that's going to be the status quo for the next four or five years or next, you know, cycle, if you will. Um, and I don't know that to be true, but... Um, that's probable of what it would, you know, or it's likely that that could happen. So that's what I'm hoping. S 
uh, Mike is saying Healy will soon find out what the real power in the state is, and that is the Speaker of the House and Senate President shall dance to their tune. Uh, I don't know. I, I like to believe, I'd love to believe what you're saying, Mike, but now that, um, I, and I know what you mean by that, by the way, um, but now that all three branches of government are firmly in the Democrats' hands in this state, um, I think a lot of harm or progress could be made depending on which side of the coin you're on. Um, let's see. Uh, thank you f- to everyone f- here for loving America and our freedoms. Um, and fun agrees with me. Yes, paper ballots. Go to paper ballots. Uh, but go over to the poll on Twitter. Go to rapidfireradio.us and scroll down and vote on our poll or go to our Twitter page, Rapid Fire Radio, all one word, and vote in that poll and you can uh, let your voice be heard. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see here. All right. Is there any serious possibility of the assault weapons ban ever getting overturned? Yes, absolutely. Um, and I believe it'll be done in the court system because you don't need an AR 15. Um, because they now have to prove text history and tradition. Um, so I think that the, I think the AR assault weapons ban is without the two-step scrutiny or intermediate scrutiny is such an egregious violation of your constitutionally protected rights. No court at this point with, with strict scrutiny will be able to uphold an assault weapons ban. I don't see it, especially after Heller, McDonald, and now the Bruin decision um, or the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin because they're, there's no way you can point to in the text history and tradition. I know Joe Biden keeps saying you couldn't own a cannon, but you could actually. In fact, there were privateers that owned entire navies with cat cannons on them. So um, I think they're going to have a have a tough road to hoe to prove that you couldn't own a cannon after the Second Amendment was ratified in 1791. So there you go. Um, but I do see it being overturned. I do believe it's going to take some time. It's going to take time to get up through the court system. And uh, so anyway, um, let's watch, hope, pray, and uh, <laughs> continue to make disciples in the 2A community because we're going to need them. So uh, that's what you what you need. Win them over by hearts and minds. Uh, take them to the range. Show them how, what responsible gun ownership looks like. That's the only way. This is the way, as the Mandalorian would say. It's back. Cape Gunworks is hosting another AR build class on Saturday, January 28th. We will guide you through the entire assembly process of your very own AR. Go to capegunworks.com and click on the class calendar to sign up today. But how can you do that, you say? We have our ways, and we're going to show you. So go and sign up. and Don't forget to use the discount code. Uh, this week's discount code is SHOOT. SHOOT! My wife says that's one of my favorite words. SHOOT! 
So go ahead and use shoot. You'll get a very special savings off your entire order. We will be right back. This is Rapid Fire. This is the Voltec VT-10i. It's your travel buddy, so it goes where you go. To your work, on the road, or at the range. It's the smart and rugged safe built to protect, no matter what you trust it with. We've made sure every inch of your safe is built to the highest possible standards. Security is at the forefront of our thoughts, so no unwanted guest. The VT-10i provides multiple quick and simple access points, including high-resolution biometrics, backlit numeric keys, keyed entry, and even your smartphone for remote access. The two-point anti-impact latches keep your safe strong, and Voltec lithium-ion battery charges in just 2.5 hours and lasts up to six months, so it won't let you down. There's a reason we're the number one rated biometric safe. Get yours at VoltecSafe.com and find us online at Facebook.com slash VoltecSafe. Welcome back to Rapid Fire, your weekly show all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. And we're glad you're here in the second hour. Uh, this is a two-way talk show that's dedicated to you and gun rights. And if you want to be a part of the show, you can call 508-444-2120 any time of the day or night. Leave a message or call us when we're airing live. Or you can send us a text, 508-444-2120, or the Rapid Fire Line. All right, let's jump back in on your questions here. Um, let's see. Uh, Muhammad is asking if, um, or, or he makes a good point. He says uh, he moved here from a free state, and all the laws seem to just be a pay-to-play scheme. And I said, yep, a highly unconstitutional one, too, because we have that 1943 decision um, uh, in Pennsylvania. It was, uh, what was it, Pennsylvania versus, uh, it'll come to me. Um, but anyway, it was basically that the, the government cannot charge a fee or sell a license for a constitutionally protected enumerated right. And guess what they've been doing ever since 1943? They've been charging a fee and, and selling licenses for a constitutionally protected fundamental right. But um, I think that is something that hasn't been explicitly uh, challenged in court. And I think that would be one of the things to fall if it was. Um, so, you know, it wasn't a Second Amendment case. It was a First Amendment case, but I think because the, 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 the county or the state was charging a fee for somebody to go out and proclaim uh, their religious endeavor or sell their religious literature, and they said, you can't charge a fee for that. That's a constitutionally protected, enumerated right. And there was a big-time smackdown uh, by the Supreme Court 
on that. So anyway, uh, I would love to see that challenged. Um, I don't know why it hasn't been, but it should be. Um, but let's see how that goes and plays plays out. Uh, with Andrea Campbell's gun control policy, she alluded to enlarging enforcement of storage laws to make sure gun owners are not soft targets for thieves. What does that mean? Well, that means she wants your guns locked up so they're not at your disposal. And uh, yeah, the some of the recommendations of what she has uh, talked about would make it so that guns could not be used in a, they couldn't be staged in the home for um, defensive purposes. It would be very, very difficult to get your gun out and inside into the fight. So um, let's hope that never sees the light of day, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, quick question, are MA loaders typically available? If we stop in, I'm up on the North Short, and it's a bit of a haul to get there. Yes, we have three packs of the MA loaders, and they're pretty great. Um, they, they work well. Uh, I've seen some other ones out there, and um, I, the one we sell, I believe, is one of the most consistent ones for working. So, um, yeah, anyway, um, let's see. Just repeating one of Toby's uh, favorite sayings. I must be uh, saying something. Oh, the, the People's Republic of Afghanistan, right. Uh, that's it. That's, that's uh, definitely one of those one of those things. So long live CGW. Well, thank you, Cape Dog. I appreciate that. And we will live long as long as the people continue to support us. So, uh, you know, we appreciate the support of all the good people of Massachusetts that come in and take their self-defense very seriously or their right to keep and bear arms very seriously. So, yeah. We will be here for the long haul as long as people are here to support us. Uh, Maryland, Connecticut, Hawaii, and Illinois have ridiculously strict laws as well. That is true. They do. But um, hopefully uh, we don't try to outdo them in in the next four years and uh, try to make it so that we are at the top of the hill again, play king of the hill. It's not a not a subject I want to play king of the hill with. Um, I'd rather say, see it go the other way and see freedom uh, be truly free. Interestingly enough, I had a comment on that, and I'm going to see if I can pull it up on one of my YouTube videos, um, which is a shameless plug. If you're not following us on YouTube, we're Cape Gunworks, and you should be. But not everybody uh, does. So go ahead, like us, subscribe, share, um, and comment so that we can defeat the evil algorithm. But if I can find it, uh, it would be great. But somebody was kind of calling me into question about the article I, you know, gave an interview for that was on the, well, it was on National Public Radio, ended up on Fox News, it was on um, WBUR, and uh, so someone kind of took what I said out of context and kind of threw it back at me in the comments and said, didn't you say that the proliferation of guns around the country is 
more dangerous than not having guns around the country. And I said, well, if you put it back in the context of what I said, I was talking about uh, freedom, period, is more dangerous than locking us all into white padded rooms, right? Um, We have less of a chance of hurting ourselves in a white padded rooms where there's no sharp objects, no pointy sticks, no glass that we could cut ourselves on and we're in padded rooms with nothing sharp just pillows right so uh maybe not even pillows because we could suffocate or something like that but um anyway the point is freedom is always more dangerous than safety and security uh but i would much rather live in freedom and take personal responsibility for my safety and security and I think we're missing the point if we're going to start down that road of, oh, it's less safe this way or that way or this way. That isn't what the founders, uh, you know, cared about. They cared about freedom. Uh, the the freedom is the most important part of this test that we call the United States of America. Uh, it is a representative republic. And it drives me crazy to hear people on the news all the time or on the radio or on the, you know, talking head shows that it's all, you know, our our uh, way of life or our democracy is at stake. And it's like, we're not a democracy. We are a um, representative republic. And we are a country that is of the people, by the people, and for the people. So we want to put limits on governmental power, on government's power. And, you know, we've gone so far down the road of tyranny, it's not even funny. I often mention that if in this state, if if you decide to cut out more than six square feet of sheetrock out of your home, guess what? You need a permit. You need to go ask permission from the powers that be. If you want to take down a non-load-bearing wall in your house, guess what? You have to pull a permit for that. And uh, if you want to, you know, there's so many things that we didn't have to ask permission for. And I get why they do it because of building standards and, you know, you don't want houses to fall down. But if you look at some of the homes that were built back in the uh, colonial era, if you will, like, you know, late 1700s, early 1800s, some of the most beautiful, well-built houses in the history of our country before there was building departments, building inspectors, uh, building zoning laws, uh, you know, building board of regulations, writing all these laws and thick books that need to get inspected. And then you can have different interpretations and somebody coming along saying, oh, no, that doesn't mean this, that means this. And, oh, your door took five seconds to close on the closer. And ADA standards say it has to take six. Instead of giving us good common sense guidelines to follow, we mandate it, we charge a fee, and we, you know, we regulate every little part of our, um, our daily lives and charge accordingly. Uh, I know on the ballot here in Massachusetts was... Uh, any anybody who makes over a million dollars, an additional four percent tax will be levied them. 
And it's like, this is crazy. What gives the government right to reach into our pockets every time uh, we try to make a living for ourselves? They look at us like a, uh, a human ATM machine, and we are, you know, overregulated. But I'll get off the soapbox again. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching again, and uh, <laughs> that's not what you're here for. You're here to hear about guns. And uh, I just, you know, guns are one of those things that are so overly regulated that um, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, and it's the one enumerated law that was told by our founders to keep your dang hands off it. You, you slimy government officials that are oath-breaking, soulless people that will raise your hand, put your hand on the Bible, and swear to uphold the Constitution, and then not a month or two later, you walk into that office that you do business in, and you violate your oath of office by voting to limit the power of the people. And you do it all the time, and you sleep at night, in good conscience, even though you're, you've uh, seared your conscience with a hot iron and, you know, you compartmentalize your conscience and you, you do it anyway, even though you vowed not to do it. And the Constitution is a, is a document that is, was written by our founding fathers and it was enumerating certain inalienable or inalienable rights and they recognize that these rights are granted by God, our creator, not by man. And it just limits the power of, of government who is sent representation by the people to do what it is the people want. And we've, we've strayed we've strayed so far from that. Uh, but anyway, let's get back to your questions. 500 says you need an AR-15 and M16 and any other tool you see fit. And I would agree with that. Um, I think that the, uh, uh, no, it's not shoop like the salt and pepper song. It's shoot, S-H-O-O-T, uh, G-Webs. That's the code. This week's code is shoot, like what we do on the range. We shoot. Um, so anyway, yeah, shoot, S-H-O-O-T. <laughs> so code of the week, uh, but it would be funny. We could do that. Um, so let's uh, go, go to capegunworks.com. And type in code word shoot. Like I shoot to thrill. All right. Uh, go to capegunworks.com. You can also buy gift cards online right now. The holidays are coming up. And what better gift to give than the gift of firearms and accessories at Cape Gunworks? So uh, you can go to our website, it'll email the person receiving the gift card. That's capegunworks.com slash gift card. Everyone loves gift cards, especially when they're from Cape Gunworks. So we will be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. A firearm for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. The USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.com remote and use code word WORKS. Your family safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.com slash remote and use code word WORKS to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training, legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. 
Vortex offers the very best optics specifically made for shooters with rugged construction designed for extreme environments. Vortex Optics build quality ensures accurate, reliable, and repeatable performance every time you squeeze the trigger. Add fully multi-coated lenses and nitrogen purging, and you have a quality optic with an extremely reasonable price tag. That is the Vortex difference. Come into Cape Gunworks to see the full line of Vortex Optics today. Welcome back to Rapid Fire, your 2A talk show that you can call into, text, or leave a message anytime. 508-444-2120 is the number. 508-444-2120 to call, text, or leave a message. And we will get to it this week or next week. But anyway, um, I just typed in capegunworks.com into a search engine and it didn't come up on the first page. We got to do something about that. The people need to find us. It was DuckDuckGo and not Google. So maybe Google would be better. But anyway, when you get to capegunworks.com, you can uh, click on the product search and type in whatever it is you're looking for. And you should be able to find it on our website. Uh, We just had a question about the Glock uh, Gen 3 uh, slides. Uh, and that should also come up on our website. We have some pretty good options there, um, and you, you should be able to find them from Rival and Zev, and and uh, we have we have several in stock in the store, and we have plenty that ship from distributors. So, Great Ghost Precision is another one that uh, ships. But I love the Polymer eighty uh, kit that we have. As this week's gun of the week, even though it isn't quite technically a gun under the definition by Massachusetts law, it is a gun or a frame or a receiver under the AFT's definition of, or the Gun Control Act's definition of gun. So in other words, you're getting a serialized frame that is in the Glock Gen 3 configuration you can't get the compact or the full size you can get the tan or the black and it's called the aft kit um and you can become an aft agent uh assemble for thyself uh and it's a great kit you get the plastic box like a gun comes in it's got a complete slide it's optics ready um and then you get the bag of parts to put into the frame It's a serialized receiver, so you do the background check when you buy it, and then you register it when you make it yourself. It's a fun little project. You can do it um, when you're watching the Patriots game or when you're watching your favorite sports game or when you just want to, you know, enjoy some me time, (laughs) and you can go out in the garage and get it done, right? So uh, really cool. I've built the Polymer 80 uh, myself, the whole complete gun in the – unserialized version the the 80 percenter version back when it was still legal if there's such a thing um we're still waiting on the uh the rule change but anyway uh it's now required to have a a serial number when you create your own gun and so this checks that box so you get the serial number already on it you can build the entire gun and it is a phenomenal way to go um, so the P80 uh, AFT kit, and because it's the gun of the week, you get a very special discount on it uh, if you if you go ahead and buy it. 
um, you can get it on our website or call the shop and uh, we'll take care of you. It's a, it's a phenomenal uh, way to go. So pretty neat, uh, pretty neat gun. Um, we also have, uh, oh, and by the way, it's 575 bucks or 499 depending on uh, which one you do. And because it's gun of the week, this won't change from week to week to week. G-O-W is the discount code that'll get you 10% off the entire package. And uh, so G-O-W, every week, the gun of the week will have that special discount code. So whenever the gun of the week piques your interest and strikes your fancy, you can jump on and use that discount code and get that special savings off it. So anyway, we have we have them right on the website, $4.99, and uh, you get everything you need to make your very own P80 compact or P80 full size. So check them out and you won't be disappointed. They're awesome. All right. We will be right back. Don't forget to check out our calendar. We have date night every other, uh, sorry, every Friday and ladies night every other Thursday. We also have uh, competition night, week night on Tuesdays. Try our range experience package. No licenses required for that. We have some great guns to try out and shoot. And you can get signed up for a class to get your license to carry all at capecomerce.com. We'll be right back. This is Toby Leary. Ammunition is 100. This is where the American ingenuity met a trailblazing spirit. Hard work united with patriotism and technology blended with new ideas. That's federal ammunition. Right here in Anoka, Minnesota, born in 1922, made in America, and proud to be the best. Federal ammunition, a century of innovation, and we're only getting started. Welcome back to Rapid Fire, your weekly show on things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. And I'm going to jump right to the chat, um, and we're going to hear what you guys have to say, because the chat's on fire today. I can't even keep up with it. It's uh, it's going like gangbusters, so this is great. Um, Richard, a little bit late to the party, but any concerns with the new AG? Heck yeah. Yes. Oh, G-Webs wants to know what are MA loaders. And if you look at YouTube, just type in MA loader, you'll see probably one of the videos I've done. One of the videos I did that got over a million views about uh, having a AR-15 in Massachusetts um, is pretty interesting. And I use the MA loader, but basically it loads a fixed mag AR through the ejection port. And it holds 10 rounds. It's not a magazine, and it rocks into the ejection port almost like an AK-47 mag rocks into the magwell, but it goes in really easy. It has a little loop that you push down and top loads the mag 10 rounds, and then when you slap it out, the bolt goes forward, and you're rocking and rolling. So um, that's what it is. You're right. I should never assume everybody knows what a mean arms MA loader is, Um, but it's a pretty innovative uh, tool that's been it's, it's kind of on the idea of a stripper clip if you will um that would top load an ar-15 magazine so there you go um 
Let's see. Can I talk about the flamethrower that I had on my Facebook page? Sure. Uh, we got a whole pile of them out there. We almost made that the gun of the week, but it's not really a gun. Uh, it's a flamethrower of the week. <laughs> so if if you go to our website and use this week's discount code, uh, shoot, S-H-O-O-T, you can get a good deal on those flamethrowers. But we have the exothermic long-range torch, and they're awesome. So you want to check it out. Uh, if you go to um, our website and just type in torch, it'll come up. Uh, it should be able to, you know, it should pop right up. I'm not going to read what I was told to uh, tell you guys to type into the search, but yeah, auto correct my never mind. Anyway, uh, and don't look for the MA ladder video either because you're not going to find it. But uh, we got fat fingers over here typing in all kinds of good stuff. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Anyway, um, yeah, getting back to the questions here. Uh, let's see. If I wasn't so far in debt on my house uh, or my house was paid down, I would sell and get the heck out of the state. I hear you, man. But you know what? Cutting and running isn't always the, the best option. But by the way, those long-range torches are awesome. you got to get one. Every home should have one. Yeah, we should make another video one of these days. Um, but... They're cool, and if you know, if you're wondering what to buy, the guy who has everything, if he doesn't have a long range torch, he needs to get one. Um, so there you go. Um, yeah, that's the quote I was trying to say. Five hundred. I'd much rather have dangerous freedom than safe slavery. That's true, true, true. Um, let's see. Uh, you know the rules to transfer of transfer LTC from Mass to Rhode Island. Uh, as far as I know, there is no transfer of LTC from Mass to Rhode Island. You're going to have to reapply. Um, and I heard that the East Greenwich, Rhode Island, I've heard mixed things. I've heard that they shut it down because they were rolling out too many license to carries. But now with the Bruin decision, you never know. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. You, you're just going to have to apply. And with that New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin case, you should be good to go. Uh, let's see. Uh, banning private sale of assault weapons on the docket. Uh, yes, that would be called universal background checks. If they ban private transfers, which has been before the legislature, but again, in that status quo where no new laws have been enacted um, but almost every legislative session universal background checks hits the docket fortunately for us it's never been voted out of committee um, but it's met with the usual suspects the Cynthia creams etc the you know all the all the usual suspects who introduce the same gun bills every legislative session um, but yes if they ban private transfers, then basically uh, AR-15s have become a thing of the past in this state until it is, uh, you know, found in the court system to be unconstitutional. So we'll see how long it takes um, for that to work its way through. So, But getting back to the rules of transfer from Mass to Rhode Island, you're just going to have to apply. That's all there is to it. Unfortunately, because... Uh, Mass and Rhode Island, neither of them are constitutional carry states. Um, 
Is it just me? If you can have a flamethrower, then why the heck can't you just buy a full auto rifle? Um, you know, don't give them any ideas to ban flamethrowers. Um, in this state, you can't have nunchucks or uh, pointy knives that are double-sided blade. And uh, you can't have, uh, you know, whatever martial art weapons there are out there. And uh, I believe you can't have... Uh, Brass knuckles, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but you can, you can. Oh, and you can't have a stun gun without a license to carry. Uh, but you can get a license to carry and carry a gun. You just can't have a out the front double edged blade. You know where does that come from? Obviously, an infringement on your Second Amendment rights, uh, the right to keep and bear arms. So, anyway, uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, if you want to protect yourself, get a double-barrel shotgun and fire two blasts outside the house. Yes, that is sage advice, right? Jim is asking, is my MP5 22LR, does it fall under the assault weapons ban, currently a pinned stock? No, as long as the stock is pinned and it's uh, not a threaded muzzle and it doesn't um, have bayonet lugs and foldy things on it, then you're good to go. Unfortunately, that's the way it works. Um, There's a criteria set up. There's also this gray area of 22s because Maura Healy basically said that 22s aren't assault weapons, but that's not what the law says, so I don't know. Um, Chris wants to know if that P7 on the desk is mine, and yes, I did a horse trade for the P7 that I had in the nickel finish, which was the real P7 with the heel magazine catch, which I didn't really like the magazine catch. Um, I did like the nickel plating on it, but I wanted the P7M8, which I've owned two of them in the past. So now this is my third one. And I traded straight up for the, uh, the P7M8 because the guy wanted the P7 with the heel clip magazine release. Um, I'm not a big fan of the heel clip magazine release. This one has the lanyard. And, uh, you know, again, YouTube, don't bump us off. We're doing a, a demonstration for educational purposes. But this mag release is on the trigger guard, almost like a modern HK VP9. Um, so the HK ambidextrous uh, trigger guard mounted mag release, which I like a lot because you push straight down to the ground instead of in and you get to use leverage in your favor instead of at a disadvantage on the weakest way your thumb or finger works by pushing laterally into the gun. That's kind of the weakest way your thumb works, but pushing straight down toward the ground, you have very good leverage. And so I like that. Um, But these, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's an HK P7 M8 squeeze cocker. It's a pretty neat fixed barrel, semi-automatic pistol in 9mm, and uh, they are a very, very, very cool gun. Um, I've always loved them. They kind of have a cult following. Um, the New Jersey State Police carried them for a little while till some knucklehead managed to shoot himself in the leg with probably one of the hardest guns on earth to shoot yourself in the leg with because if you don't have the front strap of the gun squeezed in, the gun won't go bang. You just pull the trigger, nothing happens. But when you press the front strap of the gun, it loads up the striker and makes it so that the gun is activated to be shot. But anyway, 
Um, this is now my third P7M8. I'm gonna see if I can hold on to that one for a little while. And it's a wicked cool gun, but they are very rare and costly. So anyway, that's uh, that's that. One of my favorite guns of the collection now. Um, I have lots of guns that are adding to the collection, but that's one of my favorites. So. Anyway, uh, it's the end of the show. What the heck? That's why we call it Rapid Fire. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, it ends here. But you can always tune in at rapidfireradio.us and hear more of my soothing and comforting voice. Uh, Or you can leave a message on the Rapid Fire line, 508-444-2120. I recommend all of you patriots keep up the good fight, support your local community, be a responsible face of gun ownership, and be a gun advocate and together we can overcome anything there'll be more of this next week same bad time same bad channel Uh, and stay tuned for some extra bonus video coming up we'll see if I won the competition I'm about to be featured in but anyway you can go to Rapid Fire Radio and check it out too Uh, we'll see you next time this is Toby Leary for Rapid Fire see you next time Take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom!